also now. 021-446-0567. It's a Thursday. Tim Landy is here. How you doing, brother? I'm doing very well. You good? Yeah, it's been a busy day. You're looking very fresh. What, what happened today? <sighs> Lots. Because there are times when you get there where you, where you get here where you look like you just came off the mountain. <laughs> I tell you, I, it's it's been a long week. Huh? It's been a, a very, very long week. Yeah, what happened? Um, yeah, it, uh, a very sad week to start off on, on the Sunday. Um, a, a person that I did rescues with, unfortunately, passed away oh, um, on the mountain. Um, Condolences the young lady to the family. That, yeah. Um, so yeah, dedicate this one to Jennifer. Condolences, Jennifer, um, to Jennifer's family. Yeah. Uh, wow. We we get reminded of people who put their lives at risk to help us and save us. Yeah. Yeah. And um, look, she was out just enjoying with with friends on a route that she'd done many many times, and just one of those things that that happens. Rest in peace, Jen. Thanks for your service. Um, other, see, yeah, on 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 the it, Sunday. It seems it seems just just wait, just give me a sec, give mm. me a second because I am so uncomfortable to move that quickly, mm. right? As in, you've shared what you've shared. Yeah, it we can't just quickly then no, you like can't. on to the next one. No, it no. doesn't. It doesn't work like that. And I'm also no. conscious of caring for you right now. Yeah. For the next couple of minutes in ensuring that we can hold it together. No, we are definitely. I've um had the time and um we've we've had meetings um with with the people that are affected by it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean it's it's very tragic. And but um she was a lovely young lady that um I had a very short brief time to to get to know her. Mm-hmm. She joined um in January, just just after January, she joined the Hikers Network and um, joined Rescue and and was getting into it. I mean, I did three rescues with her Mm. and just um, my memory of her will be that she was very dedicated to what she wanted to do and very valuable from a rescue point of view because Mm. she was was serious about it and she really enjoyed the mountains and I think um, can take peace from the fact that she, she passed doing what she loved. We start the show always doing rescue recaps. Our focus is on those who are rescued. Yeah. But there are those who rescue. Yeah. And we have never, I think up until this point, and maybe this is Jennifer giving us a, a, a sign, we need to take a moment as well at some point. Mm-hmm. And dedicate a couple of shows, yeah, to those individuals who tirelessly, relentlessly, with dedication, go out there and respond when yeah. needed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people that do put their lives at risk, myself included. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously calculated risks. We don't, you know, we we can't help people if if we're taking. Um, uncalculated risks. Yeah. So we've got to be very careful when we go. And um, with the amount of experience that people have to become rescuers, definitely makes a huge difference. Um, and the more rescues you do, the more you learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing rescuers taught me is that we 
we're still human and uh, things will happen and if mother nature wants it to happen it'll happen so um but you know somebody's got to do it somebody's got to help out and and yeah i'm i'm only too happy and proud to be able to to help um those in need mm-hmm. um there was a chap that i was speaking to we had a bit of a debrief and he said look the bad calls really affect him and he's not sure whether he can or can't um he's not really sure and i said to him but you've got to remember when i look at it it's the calls that end well and there're more of those than there are the ones that end badly the the ones where the mother will come up to you because you've taken her child back to her mm. um people who are in the 60s 70s who realize that you're the one um along with other rescuers yeah you are the reason that they're alive still mm-hmm. um and to see that in somebody's eyes is actually quite a quite an emotional quite a heavy thing but it's such a proud for me i feel very proud and very honored mm. to be able to help people um who are in need Vivian sends an SMS saying this is so sad I'm sure there are hundreds of us listening and all sending so much love thank you Vivian thank you, um appreciated uh, 31567 is the SMS line um and you can send your condolences and to again uh, rest in peace Jennifer um and to her family condolences from us 23 minutes to 10 Cape Talk the Kaketso Sachane show I'm glad we're able to do that Tim. Mm. Yeah. Um important rescue recaps. Yeah, so rescue recaps um there was one just before that particular call. Mm-hmm. Um so there were the two and um I think in this particular case um we we were just f- the, the the second person who was injured um um I think it made a big difference that the helicopter was in the area so it could they could get him off mm-hmm. relatively quickly as well. Mhm. And in Thornton, I have to read this Tim I'm listening to you sharing about the passing of Jennifer my deep sympathy um there is a hymn the power of love hope it can bring comfort to your aching heart thank you very much and in Thornton um other rescues no that that was it just those two back to back on the Sunday mm-hmm. um so thankfully very quiet after and before that yeah um but yeah, it doesn't take away from the fact that um tragedy yeah safety recap safety recap uh great news um the t bomb take back a mountain had 60 people joining them from sandy bay through to the boss 400 so very successful um and i was told by andre that um south african police rocked up the law enforcement guys actually did the walk with them i went all the way to the boss 400 and back again which is great Sam Parks were there as well. So they're all getting on board and and doing their bit and I think it's going to make a difference. I think it's it's definitely working, which is is fantastic news. Um yeah, the they on Saturday as well, um there's a meeting about community the communication center of trying to centralize all the the information um to one number so people can phone one number as opposed to you've got 10111, you've got 107, you've got all these neighborhood watch numbers so they're trying to set up one particular number that people can then contact if they're on the mountain and they need help so it's steaming forward doing really well and um yeah great great news from that side nice one we're focusing on 
The Cedarburg. Where is the Cedarburg? A place I have never been to. Oh, you know, that was going to be one of my questions. I haven't. Have you never been to the Cedarburg? I haven't. I've intended to for so long. I have to leave me alone, man. What's wrong with you? I heard it's cold. I'm black. (laughs) Get a nice jacket, nice warm jacket. You'll be fine. (laughs) And a sense of adventure. It's an amazing place. You don't know what you're missing. Okay, convince me. It's no, I know. I've seen. I've seen. You know, I know enough stories. I am. I'm yet to go. So the Cedarburg stretches pretty much from series. You do know where series is. You have been to series. I know the juice. <laughs> Papa, it's nice. <laughs> so that's the southern southern side of it. And then it stretches all the way up to Clan William. Yeah. And everything in between. And um, I love hiking there because it's just, I've yet to come across anywhere in the world that is even remotely close. I think maybe Nevada Desert mm-hmm. might um, topple it or, or, yeah. or rival it. Um, but it's a, it's a stunning place. I remember seeing a, a, a the Cedarburg accommodation, right? There, there was this one, I can't remember where it was. I think it's like the Kaha uh, Nama Nature Reserve. Oh, uh, Kaha Kama. Kaha Kama. Kaha Kama. Building the rock. Yeah. Listen, when I saw that, I was like, yo, I can imagine in the middle of the night on top of the rocks and just the stars and everything. And, yeah. and hopefully it's warm. I, as a kid, I remember going, my father was asked to go and try and see if they could put um, some trails out um, from the Kakakama mm. resort. And um, going, and, and it is a very authentic um, sort of way of life. I think the last, um, I don't want to say, Bushman, because that is the, the koi. koi. Um, Come on, son. Come on. No, no, no. Hey, guy. Hey, hey. Is it koi koi? Come on. It's koi koi. This is the koi, son. Koi Dude, son. Get it to the, get it, Tim. I've got to always be so careful with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, As you were. Yes. Yeah, you, you know Come what on, I'm talking dig about. dig that hole again. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying to Lindiri that I'm digging holes and you like to fill them in for me afterwards while I'm in it. You are holding the spade, <laughs> Papa. You are holding it. Um, yeah, a, a meeting people that very authentic and, and, and that's their home. That mm. That's where they grew up and and sitting, speaking to them, just really an amazing. But yeah, Kakakama, very stunning place. Beautiful. Um, the trails themselves. Trails, there are just so many trails. Um, Cape Nature basically runs the Cedarburg in terms of, of the, the the nature areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I haven't even done a fraction of what they've got available. Um, it's just, there's just so much, so much to, to see and do. And um, there's Snewberg, which is more than double the height of Table Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got things like um, Maltese Cross, where if you, you check up on Maltese Cross, it about five, six stories of just solid rock sticking straight out of the ground. There's nothing around it, but just the solid rock sticking out. Oh, and yeah. It looks like a cross, and it's just it's quite quite amazing to be underneath it and, and sort of standing and looking around. I would be interested, in, and again, those who've uh, spent time in the Cedarburg, uh, share with us on 021-446-0567. Yeah. Because the minute do. the minute I I see such rock formations, I immediately wonder about the spiritual side of the Cedarburg. Yeah. Right? Um the myth the mysticism that exists there and, and also what we 
surely can learn from from the koi from um that that part of the world the history i i, I, I look at these history. rock formations and i'm like no 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 there's there's a story there <laughs> there is a story there share with us on 0214460567 game talk call kaketso now 0214460567 at 14 minutes to 10, we are hiking with Tim Lundy, your hiking-related questions on 021-446-0567. Our focus is on the Cedarburg. Jane in Springbok. Hey, you can help us out. Jane, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. No, the, the Cedarburg is mind-blowing. The, the rock formations and all those, the, the, the landscape is just absolutely beautiful. And um, I just wanted to say that um, I've been involved with the Scouts for many years. And the, every second year, the Scouts have a big um, uh, challenge. They call it the, no, the, the, the Cedarburg Challenge. It's not the Jamboree. It's, okay. it's the Cedarburg Challenge. And um, they, oh gosh, 400 Scouts um, come upon the Cedarburg. And they do all sorts of different things on the Cedarburg. And I've done it twice with with the scouts and it's the most amazing amazing experience so um i was thinking maybe Kuchito, if you would like to have a, a really amazing experience at the cedarburg mm. maybe get hold of the scouts and do something with the scouts every second year i'm all about amazing experiences so there's a maybe i'll, I'll reach out to to the scouts and see what yeah, happens. they yeah. You you hike with the scouts, and they do about seventy five kilometers, and at, they stop at different places and do different <laughs> um, challenges uh, as they go along, doing things like abseiling and um, you, you lost him at seventy five and everything. <laughs> <laughs> if it was seven point five, you know, maybe was, he would have done it. Jane, Jane, it was going well, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I'm, I was, I'm right there with you, Jane, and then you gave 75 kilometers. Ah, no, 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 no. no, no. If, the scouts, if the scouts are from like 15 years to 18 years old, then they can, then you can do it. Exactly. If they can do it. He can do it. He's got to believe. They have in not himself. lived what I have lived yet. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for the, thanks for the call, Jane. It's a pleasure. Bye. Cheers, Jane. Jane in Springbok. Uh, I mean, that's just one of the, the experiences there, and I do appreciate it. And now I'm still asking if you're able to provide any information. To um, convince him? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I did say in looking at the, the, the Maltese Cross, looking at the rock formations in the Cedarburg, that there is a story there. Go and have a look. Next thing you need to Google is Wolfburg Arch. See so you now. So if you do that, if you think I the Maltese cross was amazing. No, I, I think there's a, there's a story there. There's something. It's a, spiritually, there's yeah. something going on there. That is what would draw me, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Um, if I were to know uh, the, the history of the people there and the spiritually or astron astronomically, whatever is happening, there's something going on there. I can oh, yeah. feel it. Yeah. No, I just want to know amazing, what it is. It's an amazing place. And it's got, I mean, the night sky just, yeah blows your way because there's no city lights for miles and miles and miles so the night sky is just speaking of that amazing. night time but when is the best time to of the year to hike in the cedarburg pretty much any time of the year but i will say june july um which is when i want to go <laughs> up to snewberg 
because I'm the kind of guy that will go into <laughs> the crazy stuff. Um, it, it does tend to snow. Like near Newburg, it, it will snow, and, and Tafelberg, it will, it'll, snow will settle if, if there's a big front that comes through. Um, so the temperatures do get bitterly cold, um, drop below zero. Um, for me, it's the challenge. It's about taking on Mother Nature and, and surviving it and, and enjoying it and seeing what, what she's got to offer. Um, in summertime, the complete opposite. It can get into the late 30s, 40s, um, and you don't want to be hiking um, when, when that happens. So if, if you do sort of plan something, the best thing to do is leave really, really early. Um, getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning in the Cedarburg in sort of September and hitting the slopes, I can't think of anything better. When, when the Cedarburg starts to wake up, it comes to life, and it's just with the, the way the sun hits the rocks and the formations, just, yeah, no, it's incredible. It is almost like a religious experience. I have to say, I was expecting this call, and I'm hoping he'll answer my question. Errol in Blue Errol. Downs. <laughs> Good day to you, gentlemen. Good <laughs> evening, sir. How are you doing? Very well. We were in the, in the Cedarburg over the east. Yes. And we were in the Pakais somewhere there in the walks there and also Yenang Flay. Nice. But we didn't do Yenang Flay because we, we, we just walked and when it started to go up, because they do a lot of rock climbing there, we just turned around. It was too much. Yeah. But you know, Tim, I'm re I read in your dad's book, yes. the one I showed you on the last time. Yes. And I read something very hilarious. You know, he always says the points of interest. Yes. Now, I think it was the Camps Bay Contour, and I'm, I'm going to read it for you. He says here, Adam Tuss, in his diary of 1697, relates the story of Jacobus the Schoenmaker. And he writes, scum of a cobbler, and his cross-grained flat of a wife. He says here, harsh words indeed, and such a nice place. Because Clifton was first called Schoenmaker's hut after this Jacobus character. But what a description of him and his wife. And I <laughs> still can't stop laughing. But my prior, my first experience of the Cedarburg was actually in Algeria. Lovely. And that was that was many years ago. And we went there around about September. And it wasn't that hot at the moment. I mean, yeah. at the time. Because as you rightly say, it gets extremely hot there. And of course, in winter, extremely cold. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Errol. Thank you. Thank you very much, Errol, in Blue Downs. Your calls um, on 021-446-0567, SMS 31567. And a few people have done so. Ivan in Plumstead or Ivan says, in the Cedarburg, they have an observatory at uh, Dawes River. Uh, it is a must-see book at Nuveris Farm. So I almost did that. I was going to plan to do it. It's a tiny little um, astrology um, sort of... Uh, observation place and it's very close to where you stay in felt um sun Sundruff, which is a uh, like a campsite or you, you you they've got cottages as well and yeah we did the first day we walked um and i'm not gonna lie i was tired i was i was exhausted i actually we none of us could actually bring ourselves to actually go to the observatory um because we walked for nine hours in 28 29 degrees celsius and we walked all the way up the cracks, through the cracks, um, and then all the way to the arch. Mm. And, you know, the, the funny thing is that it, it hit home for me. The first time I ever did it, I think I was about 12 years old. And when you're 12 years old versus 42 years old, 
Yeah. Yeah. You you can handle a lot more when oh, you're 12 years oh, old. So oh. I um, kind of misjudged how difficult it actually was oh, 30 years later. Oh, is it? Yeah. Now you're seeing it. <laughs> still, and still did it though. <laughs> and on the WhatsApp line, when I was at school, when I was still at school, about 50 years ago, we would sleep in the Valbedacht cave and upsail down the Wolfberg Arch. Yeah. Uh, there is an observatory and there is a talk and telescope observation every Saturday except at full moon. Yes. That is what ends. I love these stories. Uh, Dabo says, as for Kahakama, it is a very quiet and beautiful place, especially at night. Very, very, very dark at night. Yeah. You are in real nature with no electrical pole for light. You actually even forget what the sound of a car is like. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. And you can forget cell phone reception. There's just <laughs> got no chance. Who's sending out? Is that you, Lindy, sending this message? So you've been there. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> Lindy has been to the secret Cedar Bank. So the stars are amazing. <laughs> I appreciated the stars once being stuck in the car with no petrol. That's yeah. as far as I went. <laughs> <laughs> so it not, was beautiful. <laughs> not a happy experience for you. Though. No. Try hitchhike. <laughs> Before we run out of time, Tim, um, what what does make the Cedarberg? I mean, I think we've answered this. What 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 else makes it so special as compared to other hiking regions? I think just just the whole experience, just everything from the start to the finish to like waking up in the morning. I think one of the best mornings I've ever had of waking up, um, and I felt terrible. I was I was being assessed for my guiding license, and we part of it was we had to sleep underneath the Maltese Cross, hmm. and I just. I felt like death warmed up. I, I really did not feel like walking anywhere. And But I woke up that morning and before anybody else, I, I mean, it, I watched the sun come up and it just, yeah, no, just an amazing, I sort of walked away from the group probably about 100 meters and I just sat and I just, it was myself and the sun coming up and that was it in the Cedarburg. It, it just, yeah, you've got to go there to go and experience it. It's um the waterfalls, the the rock features, the plant life. Um, yeah. Sitting around the boma, eating bry marshmallows, the best. There you uh, go. The best. The stars are amazing. Yeah, that's, like, <laughs> that's Lindy talking through me. <laughs> <laughs> We're all trying to convince you that you've got to go. I'm sold. Yeah. No, no. Here's the thing. I'm sold. We don't have to do crazy 75 kilometers. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't have to do that. No, yeah. but we can go for a walk. I mean, you go and just yeah, no, go walking is not a problem. We can, we can. Let's let's plan it. I'm more, you know me. I'm I'm interested in the accommodation <laughs> <laughs> and the food. What? I'm interested in the accommodation, the food, and the experience of like they were saying, very dark, dark, and the stars yeah. and everything. I like all of that. Yeah. You know, for me, the bottom line, is, I don't want to be uncomfortable, man. No, you, you know? don't. Well, I mean, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, when when we mention food with you, everything just goes out the window. And when, when you go hiking with me, I get I get us lost. So <laughs> make a great We are bunch. a bad combination. <laughs> we are out of time. Tim, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, appreciate it. Um, Tim, again, you can find him Cape Town Hiking with Tim Landy on Facebook at Hiking Cape Town on Twitter, uh, Hiking Cape Town on YouTube, uh, Cape Town Hiking on Instagram and you can obviously mail the brother Tim at hikingcapetown.co.za I've got one other thing I've got one space left on the Cap Point Trail which I'm doing this weekend um, for two days email Saturday him. and Sunday so email me Tim at 
hiking at capetownhiking.co.za. Tim at capetownhiking.co.za.